Section 4 of Spices, Their Histories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Spices, Their Histories by Robert O. Fielding. Section 4, Cloves. Interesting history with illustration showing flower, bud and fruit, where grown and commercial uses. Cloves are dried, unopened calices or flower buds of the clove tree, Caryophyllus aromaticus, a kind of myrtle, a native of the Molucca Islands. In commerce, they are chiefly distinguished by their place of growth and rank in the following order. Penang, Benkulan, Amboina, and Zanzibar. In addition to these, there enter into commerce as secondary products, clove stalks and mother cloves, or the dried, ripened fruit. The bulk of these secondary products are shipped from Zanzibar. The clove tree is an evergreen, 15 to 30 feet high. It has a thin, smooth bark and adheres closely to the wood, which is a grey colour and of little use. The leaves are three to five inches long. The upper side and foot stalk is red, shading to a dark colour, while the under surface is green. The flowers grow in small bunches at the extremities of the boughs, very like the flower buds of the lilac tree, and all are of a delicate purplish colour. The calyx is long and forms the seed sac. As the blossoms fade, the calyx changes colour from yellow to red. If allowed to remain on the tree after this, the calyx swells like that of the rose. In this state it loses its pungent properties and is called mother clove and is practically of no value as a choice spice. The cultivated trees are kept pruned to about 8 or 10 feet in height. The harvesting of the flower buds commences immediately after they assume a bright red colour. Such blossoms as can be reached are plucked by hand while those that grow on the upper branches are beaten down with bamboo poles and caught in cloths spread beneath the trees. They are then dried in the shade or by hanging on hurdles over slow wood fires. They lose about half their weight in the drying process. They are usually finished off in the sun, which gives them a darker colour. The quicker they are dried, the less the loss of aroma. Good cloves have a strong aromatic smell, a hot spicy taste, and a light brown or tan colour. The season for harvesting is from September to March. A ten-year-old tree yields about 20 pounds of cloves a year, the yield increasing up to 100 pounds for a 20-year-old tree. Penang cloves are from the Straits settlements. They are large, plump, and of a bright colour. Amboina cloves are not so large as the Penang and are of a dark brown colour. Zanzibar cloves are smaller than the Amboina, a bright reddish colour and generally very dry. Pemba cloves are small and dark in colour and mostly arrive in a damp condition and therefore lose weight if kept long. Cloves have sometimes a portion of their oil extracted which gives them a pale, thin, shrivelled appearance although they may be freshened up by rubbing with a little oil or passed off by mixing with good cloves. 
Clothes that have been tampered with have a good proportion of their heads or knobs off, although another cause for headless clothes is that they may have been gathered when too ripe. Pure oil of cloves is almost colourless, with a faint yellow tinge and the strong smell and burning taste of cloves. When old, it turns to a reddish-brown colour. It has a greater specific gravity than water, in which it will sink. Clove stalks and mother cloves are used in the manufacture of ground cloves and mixed spices. In Brazil, the flower buds of the tree whose bark furnishes cloves cassia are often used as substitute for true cloves. The clove tree attracts so much moisture that herbage will not grow beneath its branches, and the clove of commerce has such an affinity to water that if placed near a vessel of water, they will absorb enough of the moisture in a few hours to appreciably increase their weight. It is said that dealers often take advantage of this to increase the weight of their goods and thus enhance their profits. A little clove history. This spice was well known to the ancients and is mentioned by several Chinese authors as in use under the Han Dynasty, B.C. 266 to 220, during which period it was customary for the officers of the court to hold the spice in their mouth before addressing the sovereign, in order that their breath might have an agreeable odour. At this period, the clove was called fowl's tongue spice. In 1265 AD, the price was 12 shillings per pound. In 1609, a ship of the East India Company, called the Consent, brought 112,000 pounds to England, which was sold at 5 shillings and sixpence per pound. As was the case with nutmegs, the Dutch attempted to control the business in cloves. With this object in view, they caused all the clove trees to be destroyed except those of the island of Amboina. The natives of the island were compelled to rear a certain number of plants each year and also to protect the bearing trees. The French, however, found a number of clove trees growing wild in the smaller island and Poivre, French governor of Mauritius, who obtained the plant from the island of Guby, introduced the clove tree into that colony in 1770. About 1800, an Arab named Harameli ben Sela took some seeds and plants from Bourbon to Zanzibar and commenced the cultivation of cloves in that country. The word clove is derived from the Latin clavus, nail, Spanish clavo, and French clou, owing to its nail-like appearance. End of section 4